Hey everyone, I'm Stephen Michael. You're listening to My Memory Stick, a brand new podcast here at Anchor and across all major platforms. Each episode, I'll talk gay culture, LGBTQ trends, great travel tips, my life as a photographer, and so much more. If you followed my blog before, welcome to the Verbal Edition. Enjoy! Hey everybody, I am back in the studio. It is episode six of my memory stick and I am Stephen Michael, your host. Thank you so much for listening in. If you're checking it out on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, my home here at Anchor, or if you're listening on Spotify or many of the podcast platforms, I hope you enjoyed previous episodes and I hope many episodes to come. I'm here um, in Palm Springs, of course, in the studio, looking out the window. Windio. That was great. <laughs> Windio. Laugh track. Insert. Yes, edit. Um, looking out the window, and um, it's a beautiful day. We had a nice lunch downtown, and last night we went to uh, see Stevie Nicks, me and my friend Brian, and had a great time. She is phenomenal in concert. If you've never seen her or Fleetwood Mac, um, please check her out because she is just a rock and roller to the end. And so um, she, we had a great time going out there last night. And then um, I decided today to get on episode six and talk about my latest obsession. And to know me is to know when I find something I like, I really, really like it. I'm not afraid to tell you about it, and I'm not afraid to experience, be it music, television, movie, any type of stimulus, I, um, I go all in. And my topic today is something that um, once I discovered, I went all in. And so it is the only topic for today. Um, today's podcast and I'm here to talk about K-pop music and especially my boys, my bulletproof Boy Scouts BTS, Bang Tan Boys. So um, if you're a K-pop fan then you're really going to enjoy this and if you don't know K-pop you're going to learn a lot in a short amount of time. I'm going to do my best to get through my notes. I've made a couple of notes. I've watched a good number of uh, YouTube clips, which seems to be the go-to for search engines these days. When you go to look for something on Google, it usually takes you to a YouTube clip to explain it or to uh, share that knowledge. So that's um, something I really checked out looking for information about, about BTS. Um, I've read many magazine articles about them, trying to get to know who they are and what's made them so popular. And now I've truly discovered what that is. I, oh God, when do, um, when do I start? Back in 92 to 96, there was pretty much only one um, or a small group of K-pop performers, Korean pop performers. And Sotaji and boys were pretty much the only ones really dominating the moment. And after that came a group called H.O.T. And I don't really know much about their catalog, but they were known as the first generation that produced Korean pop. And then a second generation or the golden era actually came to be. And um, to know K-pop is to know it's uh, multi-layered with many um, textures of music from rhythm and blues to pop to EDM, electronica. Um, there's a couple of BTS songs. I feel a Latin feel, Caribbean taste. I, um, yeah, it's just, it runs the gamut of textures of music and layers of uh, beats. And um, it's really hard to not like it once you've given it a try. I actually spoke to a good friend of mine about about BTS and what he thought, and I was explaining him to him my latest, just kind of my obsession about them, and I can't get enough of their music and get enough of them in general. 
and he said he really didn't know what to do with them. And I said, well, you've got to check out some of their videos. And I, I want to talk about some of those at the end of the podcast. But to know BTS's history and where they came from being really an underdog in this market to almost now ruling the world in so many ways, it's, um, it's an amazing feat for them as performers, and um, it's, it's an incredible story. So I'm gonna try to get through some of that. Um, as I said, it started off with um, So Taji and Boys uh, back in 92 to 96, and of course many people here in the States probably would know Korean pop by Gangnam Style by Psy, which was a huge hit. I think it's the first video that hit a million, oh, I'm sorry, a billion views on YouTube which is crazy and amazing. And um, also then, of course, after that, I believe, um, oh, I've lost my, my notes, my notes. What was I saying? Where was it? I wanted to mention something hanging on with me. Oh, goodness. Well, I'm going to keep going. So, yeah, basically, yeah. Psy with Gangnam Style um, happened, and uh, I think that's what kind of kicked in, kicked this whole K-pop awareness, or that music was so big over there to we Americans. And from that, from the second uh, generation of K-pop groups, you have Girls' Generation, you have Twice, you have, of course, Blackpink that just played Coachella. You have uh, Monster X. You have Big Bang. And um, the list goes on and on. And they're continuing to produce idols, these companies, which idols are what these performers are known as. And the companies that produce them spend astronomical amounts of money to produce them and put them together and to put them in the exact image that they see fit or fits the overall concept of the group they're putting out. And uh, of course, just you, it'd be hard to talk about K-pop without just touching on the fact of, <clears throat> excuse me, rumors of plastic surgery, um, skin whitening uh, techniques on performers, and, um, you know, of course, colored contacts, this um, beauty standard in um, Korea that's been considered narrow, but it's also, um, I'd say common, but it's um, wild, widely accepted and widely um, acknowledged and admired in many ways. So it's, it's just part of that culture as well as the visual impact of what um, K-pop presents. I, um, uh, the idols, like I mentioned, these, I'm going to say kids, of course, being an older gentleman as I am, they are um, either found through auditions or um, uh, scooped up from obscurity or um, however they're discovered, be it through television or acting or other avenues, Rap is really huge in K-pop, and there's a lot of rappers um, throughout the K-pop music industry. And of course, uh, BTS has three main rappers. And and the thing, I'm, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but the thing about it is uh, rap was such a main um, uh, part of BTS's beginning. It's nice that they found something that really works globally for them to really propel them to the success that they've had, and um, they still stay true to those rap elements within their music, which I really appreciate. I um, Talking about the idols, as I said, they're either auditioned or they're found or they're discovered, and then they often are brought into a very regulated environment where they often live together. They eat together, they train together, they, of course, do vocal coaching, they do everything that a group would do, but they do it in this incredible 
um, contained environment where they are watched over and uh, directed and instructed in many ways on how to be when they are, as I kind of joke, let out into the wild and when they become groups. Um, but as I said, these companies put so much money into these individual idols that it's an investment and the money that the groups themselves these idols bring to Korea to South Korea it's I mean it's in the billions and it's even BTS as a group I believe brings in five million annually through merchandise music rights etc etc and you know doing my research with BTS they do a huge amount of endorsements from food to Hyundai cars um, I mean, it's just across the board. And so they're just marketable. And most of the groups are incredibly marketable. Um, aesthetically, these groups, these idols are, uh, they look like they have a cloud filter on them at all times. I mean, they have no pores, no lines in their face. It's almost as if, especially in the videos, if they take it frame by frame and airbrush every frame. They're beautiful. They're a fantasy. Um, they're just, I mean, it's just, um, yeah, it's, <laughs> you have to see it to believe it. And then to even see them out of the video element or out of glossy magazines, just to seeing, you know, random clips on Instagram or on their social medias or what have you, they are still that precious. So whatever treatments they're doing, be it, um, and this is across the board. And I, again, talking about plastic surgery, I, I'm not opposed to it, um, to each his own. I don't want to judge anybody for anything they do. It's just in the discussion of K-pop idols and you know this, that um, theory and formula of the way they are produced and presented and marketed, I, I see possible fillers just to make skin more plump and smooth. Um, a, a couple have uh, even come forth with procedures they've had done, either deviated septums or nose um, augmentation or what have you. So um, it's, it's a beauty standard that's accepted. And um, that's, that's just kind of the way that is. And so with that, this regulated environment that, they, um, that they're subjected to, um, makes them the incredible uh, product and brand that they become. And some train for years, and they go through so much training to do that. I um, Talking about the three, well, the big three, the three main entertainment companies in, uh, that produce K-pop in, there in South Korea is um, SM Entertainment, YG Entertainment, and SYP Entertainment. And they produce all of the big groups except for BTS. And BTS is produced by uh, Big Hit Entertainment. And it was a, an entertainment company, from what I understand, that was on the verge of bankruptcy. And uh, they are nowhere near that right now. <laughs> um, BTS surpassed all of those other groups by popularity, by everything. I mean, just across the board. They are a worldwide phenomenon. They are a smash and they are killing it. And they, I mean, it's just, it, people can't get enough of them and I am included. They have rabid fan bases. ARMY is the name of BTS's fan base, and I guess I can say I'm part of ARMY at this point just because I love um, what they represent, what they're doing, and I dig it. I completely buy into it, and I love their music, their videos, as I said. Coming from a choreography and dancer background, I see the hard work they put into it. And the, and the thing about and I'm and I most of what I'm saying is is geared about my knowledge about BTS just because I've 
pretty much followed them since I discovered them, which was earlier last year, midway. They have a huge connection with their social media and with their fans. They have a huge, um, they have so much control over their social media. I think BTS, the seven of them, are the ones that control their main social media accounts. I think they all have probably access to it and they tweet constantly and I think they respond and they, are, they have such a rapport with the fans which has made them so successful. I don't know if that's something that other companies never tapped into, but Big Hit and this brand of BTS, it, it, it completely worked for them and it's really uh, taken off. And these fan bases are so connected and they network through social media. They have chants that they do during the concerts, which just to watch the video, much less stand in the arena next to them while it's happening, is just um, mind-blowing. And it, it just makes my, uh, gives me goosies, as, J as Jayla would say, it gives me goosebumps. Just because it's so impactful and I, it's, I've got to see them sometime live somehow, but I know their tickets are hot, hot, hot right now to even um, when they even announce their next world tour. So, But if they do, I'm definitely going to seek it out and see um, what it's all about and see what they're all about. So I'm excited about the opportunity to do that. And as I said, they bring so much money into the global economy. It'd be you know kind of hard not to quickly mention the fact that they as performers uh, bring so much um, social and cultural attention to Korea and South Korea especially that they um, well getting back into my main thought about talking about this Serving military boys, they're the, the guys in, in Korea, I believe it is um, law that you must serve a certain amount of time in the military. And there are certain ex uh, exceptions. I believe some sports players, I think some soccer players, um, and maybe some other performers, artists, are excluded from that and have been excluded. And I, I find it hard to believe that BTS and some of these other boy bands, these performers, especially BTS, with, which the, with the amount of money they bring into the economy, um, I find it hard to believe that they're not gonna be able to get out of that. So we'll see how that transpires. And they've even acknowledged it. And I think Jin, uh, which is, I think he's the oldest of BTS, I believe he's even said he would be, you know, honored or, or what have you to go uh, serve. But you know, what is he not? You know, what is what is he going to say? <laughs> no, I don't want to go. Um, of course, no. Of course, he's going to say he's, it'd be honor. So we'll see how that plays out. But I thought I should mention that um, since I'm just kind of talking across the board about um, K-pop and its impact, and, and especially BTS. Talking on about, um, uh, you know what, I uh, took notes and I'm looking at them now and you're hanging out with me and, you know, just going back into it, I'm talking about these idols as performers. I mean, they're just aesthetically um, something that, uh, it's addictive. It's wildly addictive. Their music is crazy addictive. I can't really get enough of it. I play them constantly on Spotify. I watch their videos. I even bought a few of them from my iPhone. So I had a little access to them whenever and wherever. They just excite me. And I kind of joke that I think that there must be subliminal messaging in their videos and in their music that basically says, keep watching, keep loving, because it's just, you, I can't get enough. And especially um, 
my package that just arrived from Amazon. I ordered a few um, CDs because number one, I wanted to. And of course, as a photographer, um, I knew and I'd seen some of the album cover shoots on YouTube to, you know, kind of, I like watching photo shoots happen to see how other photographers handle models and how it transpires and that inspires me and so I decided to order a few of their albums and so I'm going to open that up here live on my podcast and I thought that would be fun because I know as a photographer I know the images are going to be incredible and it's just going to be it's going to inspire me I already know I'm excited I'm really excited about opening that up so that's going to be fun and um you know, it'd be hard to not mention, you know, unfortunately, I had watched, uh, not unfortunately, I watched, but I had watched um, Vice Investigates on Hulu, and they did a, um, this reporter, she was really good, um, she did um, a, of course, a report on K-pop and some of the scandals that have happened, and unfortunately, even through all this cotton candy, these pastel, this pastel world of beauty, that these K-pop uh, idols present. I mean, just this perfection. There is, unfortunately, a an underbelly of scandal and things that have happened. And you know, I don't want to go too much into it. You're welcome to go into uh, search engines and find out this information. But you know, Big Bang unfortunately went through a major scandal uh, involving some group texts that uh, just weren't very pleasant and very. Um, uh, respectful to women and so they um, were leaked and um, I think the lead singer one of the one of the members of Big Bang was let go and then Monster X unfortunately they had some situations where they also had let go of a member or two and I think probably throughout the the gamut of all the uh, the groups I'm sure there's some other stories as I said you can research that if you want I don't want to get too much into it but unfortunately you know with the music industry even though it's so um, candy coated on the outside from the presentation of most of it that unfortunately there is a um, a darker side that um, that I'm sure that they have to uh, maneuver as performers and especially probably the girls um, I find looking at their videos and watching um, some of the girl groups, you know, they're a little more sexualized than the boys. Um, I even were watching some things on YouTube about videos that were banned from being too overtly sexual. And it, you know, it was very either by a, a dirty lyric in Korean, which I really didn't know what they were saying anyway, or maybe a rise of a shirt showing an ab, or maybe a spread of a leg and a dance move from a girl. So it was kind of interesting to see um, what was banned considering what they present as well at the same time. It's, it's kind of a, an interesting um, juxtaposition. I, um, you know, of all the groups, you know, I love my BTS. There's of course other big groups called Super Junior, Girls, um, Girls Generation, Blackpink, I said EXO. Um, there's twice and these groups will continue to be produced and from what I understand being a k-pop star is the number one job um, want as a kid today you know I'm sure at one point in life it was a doctor or it was a lawyer but now um, with the popularity of k-pop and the fame I'm sure that comes with it and that is what everyone wants to be in uh, in Korea, and I, of course I say, and and of course in South Korea because that's where most of the um, K-pop is coming from. I um, I met BTS. <laughs> I did not meet BTS, but I feel like I have. I met BTS. Um. Uh, through an entertainment weekly magazine Someone had left it at the gym and I love when people bring magazines to me well rather to the gym and I scoop them up and bring them home. I um, Saw this entertainment weekly about with BTS on the cover 
And I, if I'm not mistaken, at that time I had just seen them at the Billboard Music Awards, maybe. They were accepting an award. And the way that the crowd responded to them was nothing short of... Uh, it was It was wild. I mean, it was, you know, Beatle mania. It was Backstreet and NSYNC back in the day. I mean, it was just shrill. It was screaming. It was, uh, it was a roar. And uh, to see these boys accept their award with such humility, and I mean, they're cute as buttons. I thought, okay, who are they? What's up? To be someone, I'm speaking for myself now, to be someone that stays I, uh, with their finger on the pulse of things, so to speak, and to feel like he's in the know, there's some things that slip by. And BTS at the beginning really slipped by me. I thought I need to know more about them. So from there, of course, I read the Entertainment Weekly article and it kind of breaks down. It the article broke down each member and described where they came from and how to distinguish them. And it was it was pretty much an introduction to, I guess, probably American readers of the magazine of who BTS was, and it made me want to know more. And from there, I believe I went to YouTube and I watched Boy with Love. Because I thought, okay, so they've done this collaboration with Halsey. Is that just to get their popularity started in the States? Well, it worked. And what is it all about? So I played the video for Boy With Love. <laughs> and when I tell you, I thought, yes, I want more, please. It starts off, they all come out. They have these pastel, beautiful jackets in different shades of pinks and blues. And they turn, look at the camera. They get this little shoulder shrug. And V, who's in the front at that point of the formation, is, he gives a little lick of the lips, a slight, slight lick of the lips and shrugs. And I thought, who are these boys with this swag? What is really, really going on on my TV? And then they circle out, and then Jimin comes through, and J-Hope and Jungkook uh, join him, and then the rest of the boys kick in, and the music starts, and it's just, it's just a fun, fun video. And I thought, okay, again, I want to see more. And so I went searching. They, um, as I said, they have a huge connection with social media, BTS. And they have tons and tons and tons of video footage of them backstage, off the stage, in their rehearsals. They show all of their dance rehearsals. The, I mean, like, if you want to learn their moves, they're all on YouTube. You can not really necessarily follow a leader, but you can watch it enough to break down the choreography. And um, it's, um, there's... Oh, there's color-coded video, lyric videos, so if you don't know who's who, or who's singing what, they have every song with the song plays, and their seven pictures are there in different shades of whatever, with their names underneath, and the song plays, and each lyric, when it changes, that boy, that BTS um, member, pops up up or lights up and so it's a fun way to really figure out who's singing what and it kind of shows you the uh, the vocal stylings the um, strengths who's the rappers um, and you can distinguish their voices um, when you go through all the the seven members and kind of break down the best way to describe them um, in my opinion <clears throat> excuse me and um, so yeah, so I mean, there's so much on YouTube. I mean, it's crazy. I um, and I've checked it all out. I've checked it all out. I've read the Time article. Time magazine did a uh, cover feature on them. There was an article in Hollywood Reporter. Um, there are behind the scenes BTS videos. I call them BTS BTS videos. Uh, 
behind the scenes there and making ofs. And as I said, they have videos of the album cover photo shoots. And so it shows you what it took to get them to those to the photos that they took. And then the one, of course, I'm about to open here in the package and, and see some of those photos that was chosen that were chosen. And then once you get to know them, BTS, as a group, as individual performers, you also tend to notice there's some formula, formulaic planning that these brilliant people at Big Hit do. And I'm going to have to put a pin in that and give major props and a roar of applause to those people. And I mean the producers, the writers, the choreographers, the image consultants, the people that have to handle them to BTS themselves as seven individuals, to everyone that's part of that creative production productive team that produces BTS, my hat's off to you because you are doing the damn thing. And I don't know how you would say that in Korean, but just know that I feel it and I dig it and I appreciate it and I can see all the hard work and the visual concepts and I mean from video to video from song to song I mean it's they just they do such a great job not only BTS the boys but the production teams that put them together because it takes a lot of work and a lot of creativity to not seem stale or repetitive because they never do so again kudos to you um they um and again, as a choreographer, what they do as performers, this choreography, the way they ricochet from their moves, especially some of the stronger dancers, Jimin, Jungkook, V, J-Hope's an amazing dancer. They all do a great job. But there's definitely some boys that have had more dance training, and they will always be pretty much in the front. And I think what I was getting to previously is once you get to know them as performers, you notice they are often in the same formation. Um, they will rotate, but they tend to stay in that same formation where the stronger dancers and singers of the vocalist are there in the front and the rappers are scattered, of course, throughout. And um, they all, and again, going back to giving my tip of the hat to the production team. There are few groups, and I love a good girl group and I love a good boy band. There are few that I can say, that the ones that I've loved, that get equal FaceTime or mic time, so to speak, as BTS does. They somehow, they, the writers, the production team, they somehow get them all to where they have ample time in each song. Even the rappers, they all the rappers get a taste. All the vocalists get a piece. And so they really do a great job of doing that. Some of my favorite girl groups, unfortunately, some of the girls, and even in the boy bands, they aren't the strongest vocalists. And so they will often carry the hook into the chorus. Or they'll have a little something here and there. And then there'll be somebody, Beyonce, or somebody that will definitely be that standout vocalist that gets the most meat of the song. And the thing about BTS is music, for the most part across their catalog, each performer, each boy, gets ample time on that microphone. And so I, again tip my creative hat off and my appreciation to those people that um, that um, control that. And, uh, you know, what they do is another level. Again, I mean, as a choreographer, as a performer, I buy it, I dig everything they do. And referring to the Vice Investigates episode I watched, she was in interviewing Monster X, which I think the entire episode was, uh, well, I think they were 
the main focus because they talked about BTS very little. And I think they even said something to the effect of using K-pop music in anything is almost impossible. So that's why we're not playing any here, but I'm gonna talk the hell out of it, okay? I'm really talking about it today and I'm glad that I'm getting this out because it feels good to be able to talk about something I'm so passionate about. And being a 52-year-old American male and to discover K-pop and especially BTS like I have, I, <laughs> it's fun. It's totally fun. It's thrilling to talk about and I'm glad that I have this podcast to do so. And that's what this is about. That's why I do it. And as I was saying, I watched the Vice Investigates episode and Monster X was being interviewed throughout, throughout. And there was one comment that one of the members said to her about, it's not easy or it can be hard. And then he kind of jokes, like, I'm just joking. And his co-member, the one sitting next to him, basically looked at her and the camera panned on me. He goes, he's not joking. It's not, it's not easy. So what they go through to become what they are now or what they go through to become what they are to become is an intense process. So um, appreciation to them for that and a roar of applause because not everyone's cut out for that type of environment or industry or dedication. It's for strong-willed people, and um, again, applause, applause, bravo to them, to all K-pop groups, and especially BTS. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to put a, a, a pause on it there. I'm going to do a quick little clip of some music, and I'll be right back. And we're going to talk about my favorite BTS songs, and I'm going to open this package and get up in that for a minute, and we will be right back. Hey everybody, we are back and we are talking about K-pop, the global phenomenon, and especially my Bulletproof Boy Scouts, BTS. Love them. Cutie, cutie, cuties. Um, love their music, love their videos, dig it, buy into it. I am part of ARMY, <laughs> and I can't wait to open up my package that came yesterday. So it's been sitting there just sealed ready to be exposed for what it is. So I'm excited about that. So I want to take a few minutes to describe the different members of BTS and just help people distinguish who's who when you get down to it. Um, these idol groups, the people who put them together, they're not afraid to put members up in the group. Uh, Super Junior has a ton, and I say a ton, I mean maybe 10, 11. I think some groups have had 12 or 13 before. I don't know exact numbers, but just know they're not afraid to have a huge group of great performers and synchronization performing together as one group. So it's really impressive. But I like the fact with BTS, I've now gotten to the point where I can distinguish not only really vocally who they are without even seeing a video of them performing, but I can also visually by all means to tell who they are and, and know their names and kind of what they're all about. So we're going to just run down the list of the seven of them. Starting off with V, um, he's a cutie, he really is. Strong dancer, uh, they, uh, I've read in magazines where they consider him the R&B crooner, and I can see that. I, I can see he's definitely um, got one of those stronger voices that is, that are, that's present in um, many of their songs. And he's often at the front of the triangle formation, which is what you'll often find BTS in when the seven, and, seven of them are out there together. Or you'll see Jungkook up in front, and he's um, along with Jimin. I think they would probably be the, the three strongest vocalists um, there uh, with the group. And all three strong dancers. And BTS's uh, producers are not afraid to really let them shine as well as the rappers. Um, again, they do such a good job um, across the board giving everyone fair time on the mic, and it's very impressive. And of course, Jimin, like I said, he's an amazing dancer. 
Um, Jen, I think, came from an acting background. He's one of the uh, vocalists, of course, in the group as well. And then the uh, three rappers, um, you know, J-Hope, who's had some solo success and who actually has a great voice vocally as well when he's not rapping. He's got some parts in um, Make It Right and some other the other songs. Um, and uh, then there's R.M., who is often the translator or seen as the leader of the group because um, he speaks fluent English. He's the only member of BTS who does that, even though I think V is now taking um, lessons to take part in interviews more. And um, a lot of BTS's music and K-pop in general, especially, you know, of course, BTS, since I've listened to them so much, they give you enough English amongst so much Korean that you feel like you're part of it. And even though I don't know really what they're saying, I feel what they're saying. And I've heard it so much that I feel like I'm speaking Korean, <laughs> but I'm not. So I lip sync that part <laughs> and I sing out on the English. So um, that's my, my little secret to you, my in-car performance when I'm Spotifying BTS and, um, so yeah, I mean the group, and then of course you have Suga. Of course, um, he's a rapper. Um, he's even come forth with a lot of honesty about um, uh, anxiety, depression, um, and that's something I have to stop and uh, um, give a, another kudos and um, applause to BTS for using their voice for the betterment of others and for talking about topics and social issues that don't necessarily get a lot of exposure from what I understand in Korean culture because um, there's so much pressure it seems put on Koreans and especially um, their youth to do well that when they don't necessarily do well that there's issues that come about either mentally or you know, social issues that aren't touched on to give people the help that they need. So it's nice that um, BTS and, and, and RM even spoke at um, um, the um, the nation's, um, oh goodness, what, am, what is it? Um, oh gosh, I've got to get this right. Hold on one second. Um, um, Keeping with me, keeping with me, United Nations, duh. Uh, sorry. Um, yeah, he spoke at the United Nations about um, social issues as well as their message of loving yourself and speaking yourself. Speak yourself, I think, is what it is. And so I really have to give them major props and so much credit for doing that because so many performers and artists just don't do it with the platform that they're given and the voice that they're given. So I hats off to them for doing that for so many people that respect it, appreciate it, and need it, I'm sure. So many people benefit from their way and from their honest humility. And um, yeah, again, I totally dig them. I think they're incredible, obviously. And um, so that's that's kind of the rundown of BTS. I love them. I think they're great. Um, and individually, they've had some solo projects. Uh, when BTS is on break, they're able to go and do their thing. Then they come back. <clears throat> excuse me. They come back. <clears throat> excuse me. They come uh, back together, and then they'll do an album. And a lot of the albums even have solo tracks, which I find really interesting. I think the album Wings has tracks by all seven as soloist soloist and which i don't know any other group off the top of my head and i've thought about this a little bit that offer that to their group i mean just for instance i don't remember yeah i just don't remember any group that has a solo track on a group album and BTS is not afraid, uh, the producers are not afraid to do that. They don't shy away from that opportunity. And that's something I totally dig too, because I mean, let the performers and the artists share their uh, talent. And um, 
So yeah, BTS does that, and that's a cool thing. So going down the line of videos and songs, actually, you know what? I am going to open my package. I think that's going to be a fun thing to do. Let's do it now. So yeah, like I said, I got on Amazon and I knew as a photographer that these album sleeves and the photography and the way that these albums and CDs, from what I could already tell, from what I looked online, peaked at what it would look like, I knew it'd be impressive and I knew I would totally enjoy it. And plus, I love BTS's music, so why not support the cause? So it may rattle, and I'm going to quickly open this package up to prove that it is prove that it is literally bound by Jeff Bezos' glue, and. It's here. I live already. Um, so I got their uh, saran wrapped. <laughs> uh, no, I got uh, two CD sets. One is Map of the Soul Persona. And it is pink. And it looks like it's got a book and things inside. And then I also got Love Yourself Answer. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, this is... Um, a, uh, a, a combination of two discs, including most of their tracks off their Love Yourself series. And from what I can tell, BTS likes to release, I'm unwrapping it right now, BTS likes to release albums, um, I don't know if I should say in a series, but with a theme in mind. So I think Love Yourself came um, love Yourself Her, Love Yourself Tear, and I guess Love Yourself Answer is the one I have here. And so sliding it out, um, it's a silver with some holographic drawing, and the disc is in the very front sleeve. There's not a whole lot of writing on that. And then it says Love Yourself Answer here on the front page. Then there's a blank page, and here come the pictures. Living so hard for it all. I've hit the first picture and I can't turn. Um, I saw this making of album shoot pictorial, I guess you could say. And V has on this jacket that I need made. <laughs> it kind of looks like it's made of straws. It's like a plastic fringe. It's kind of everything I need in my life. Um, more pictures, some artsy pictures without them. There's some pictures of them in a glass dome with flowers and, and green and living plants. Jimin looking amazing. Um, lots of pictures, amazing pictures, RM. Okay, dying for this, loving it. I mean, there's pictures, a go-go. My V, looking beautiful with pink hair. <laughs> oh, I love it. No, this photo book is amazing. There is, um, oh, okay, cute, all right. They have, of course, credits, and they have lyrics. Core uh, English is what I'm going to call it. Uh, Korean and English, of course, mixed together. And, um, yeah, the pictures are phenomenal. Oh, and there's cards and stickers and what's this? Oh, my God. Okay, so there's little face and heart stickers of the boys in the back of this. And then I have, and there's just some flyers. There's cards. There is, oh, I guess you can do an album survey. There's a card for that. And there is... Oh, I got, um, I got J-Hope. I guess they have trading cards. I think this album came in four different editions. So I got uh, the J-Hope card. And then there's another booklet, which is the notes. And this is a lot of Korean. 
and a lot of beautiful. I, the thing I love about Korean and um, a, the Asian culture, and of course their fonts and their wording, and it's it's so creative and so interesting to me. Unfortunately, I can't read it, but it um, has always been really impressive to me. The entire culture. So yes, I'm living for that. Is that two CDs or is that one? Um, okay, there's a CD in the front and in the back. Cool, love it, all right. So that was Love Yourself Answer, and like I said, I think that is two um, discs of, I think, the main tracks from the Love Yourself, um, Love Yourself uh, album. And I'm now opening up Map of the Soul Persona, and... Saran wrap, of course. Everything's pristine. Everything's in amazing shape. Thank you kindly. Appreciate that. Appreciate that greatly. Get off me. That saran wrap is trying to hang out. Um, opening it up. Um, CD in the front. Pink, of course. They love pink. Map of the Soul Persona. Folded poster. Is this going to be framed in my photography studio? Perhaps. Perhaps. Perhaps this will need to be framed in my photography studio. Perhaps. <laughs> I'm thinking probably. And then there's another picture book. Oh, okay. And more cards in the back. I live. I live for it all. Um, same um, lineup and kind of layout as the Love Yourself CD collection. The back of it has lyrics, Korean, um, Korean English. I think it's Korean. Korean or English, as I say, and English mixed together. Um, and some very just interesting, oh God, I love that photo. Oh, I live. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay, cute. Oh, I'm living, okay. Uh, well spent coinage, living for it. Yes, I love it, cute. And then card-wise, I got, um, I got RM, and I got another album. What is this? Oh, album survey. And I got Jimin. I got a card autographed by him. Um, personally? <laughs> to Steve. No. Um, fierce. And then there's a slide. A fierce. Like a chrome slide that you lift up to the light. Like the chrome negative. Live for that. And then there's another... Um, book or so of Korean fonts and words that I love and yeah so I'm living for this this is done so incredibly well and uh, kudos to the people who put this together because I'm living for every minute of it these boys know how to pose that's the thing they know their angles they know what they're doing they are fearless to be such an underdog to come out and to rule the entire world um, again they rock me and many many others I'm living for those CD collections dying for that dying for your nerves yes 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 so where am I in the grand scheme of things um 16 minutes in let's go for it I am going to go down the list of, I just picked their, my favorite tracks that they've done. Um, and starting off with, I probably would say my most, my mostest favorites, Idol. Idol is sick. It's so, so good. Textures for your nerves. The video is full of graphics. Very visual, lots of green screen graphics, lots of special effects. Again, watch YouTube, you can watch the making of, you can really see what they look like when they're being filmed to what they become when they are published or released. Idol is incredible. I love the song. I, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, I th they did a uh, version with Nicki Minaj, and um, it, it grows on me. 
as her cameos tend to do at first, I mean, I thought, what have they done? But it is what it is, you know, at this point. Um, but Idol is a sick, sick song. Um, after that, Not Today. The video is unlike anything you've ever seen. The choreography is on point. Uh, they, from what I can tell in the video, it looks like they brought in a glass or a mirror dance floor in the shape of a circle, and it was huge, outside somewhere, wherever they filmed this, because they filmed it outside, and it looks like they're dancing on ice, and it's just, I mean, the video is sick, this song is sick, and I'm probably going to say a lot of these songs are just sick, but they are. I love Not Today. It's definitely Idol and Not Today are two of the videos I actually purchased <laughs> off iTunes for the iPad and iPhone collections. And um, yeah, Not Today is phenomenal. Um, moving on down, we've got Dope. And um, I got into Dope a little bit later. It's not one of the first songs I grabbed onto, but I live for it. It gives me saxophone fantasy. Um, <laughs> it is sick. The video is fun. They play different roles. Visually, it is just stunning. Yeah, just, I mean, their videos are just so aesthetically done. And the cinematography, the vision, it's just, it's, it's everything to me. Um, living for dope. Um, the boys look good. Jen um, is doing his thing. He looks cute as hell. Um, my V is turning it, of course. RM. I mean, it's just the choreography is totally fun. They all they all rock it. Burning up, fire. Um, of course, lots of fire. Um, earlier on, a few years ago, they did that. Um, it's a fun song. A little heavy, a little harder hitting, um, but it was a good hit for them. Lie from, um, I think Lie is off Wings, and that is Jimin solo track. It's a solo track from him, and it's very, it's very familiar. It uh, has a retro feeling to it. It's a very slow ballad and um, very sweeping, and I love me a good ballad. I have said it before, and I'll say it again. And um, Lie is definitely a track that I could probably listen to over and over. Uh, going on, Boy With Love with Halsey. Like I said, the video is totally fun. It's when I really kind of fell for them as a group. And the song is really, really fun. It's totally, um, it is the one that broke through for them and broke them into the fame that we know them to be part of now even though they've been making records since, I think, uh, 2013 with um, We Are Bulletproof or Back to School, I think, um, was some of that first work from them, and they've come such a long, long way. Uh, going from there, Singularity is V. Um, that's his solo track, and if you watch the video, he's able to really express some of that really strong dance background and it's a great ballad. Euphoria is amazing. Jungkook uh, did that and that's a huge hit from what I understand at the concerts when he sings that. The crowd snaps in half and they love that and I love it too. Epiphany um, is Jin's solo track and the video is really fun. Lots of him in a room, but different versions of him at different stages of the day. Um, and again, not really knowing what they say in Korean. Um, I can feel what they're saying, and especially watching the videos. You can really start to get more of a grasp of what it's all about. Some of their videos are completely out there. Uh, Blood, Sweat, and Tears is one of them. <laughs> that the storyline is just... Um, it's... Um, creative and but it's sick and the video is really 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 fun and the song I live for so I buy into it no tea no tea uh, serendipity was another solo track with Jimin and he of course is one of those strong dancers who's able to really express that and um, show that at that point especially in concerts when he's able to do that and in the video of course 
Um, Fake Love is a great video from them, heavy on choreography. Um, I love the styling, lots of graphics, lots of, there's fire, there's water, there's all kinds of elements in the video that are really impressive. And so I really love uh, Fake Love. It's a great, great song. Um, DNA is sick. Love it. Um, choreography heavy. They are on point. Um, v kicks it off and he does his thing with a cute little shoulder shrug and I live for him. And then the rest of them just do their thing. I mean, they're so good. Again, I just buy into it so much. I really do. Going from there, I, I mentioned Blood, Sweat, Tears, which is a sick, sick song. Um, Heartbeat is a slower song from a, a soundtrack they did to BTS World. Um, I really like that. Save Me is really fun. Um, the video is great. Heavy on choreography, as most of their videos are. They filmed it outside, I believe, and um, watching the making of. It was super cold, and the elements were not their friends, so hats off to them for making a video look flawless and effortless, which they often do. Um, of course, going down the line, they have So What, which is kind of an up, throw your hands in the air, jump, bounce type of song. Airplane Part 2 is fun, a little mid-tempo. Um, talks about different cities, so you can kind of get that um, English, those American cities up in there a little bit. So again, there's just enough English lyric in their songs, or Koringlish, um, to, um, to feel like you're part of it. And so this is another one of the songs, and most all of their songs do exactly that. There's Outro Wings, which um, is another hands up, very up, very um, energetic and um, uplifting. There's, uh, like I said, uh, We're Bulletproof Part 2, which was one of their very first songs. Um, really hard hitting. Danger, which I'm living for now. It's kind of like my hot new track, but it's an older track for them. Um, totally hard hitting, totally hot, living for it. Um, I Need You, which is a track that, from what I understand, really broke them out and broke through for them as a group over in South Korea. And so, um, strong video, lots of social issue messages throughout. Each member plays um, an intense role, and then they come together. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a great video. You should definitely check out I Need You. Then there's Run. Um, and Jamais Vu, which I hope I pronounced that right, which is off Map of the Soul Persona, which I love. Um, Intro Persona, which is the first track off Map of the Soul, and it's RM's uh, solo rap track, and I'm totally digging it. It has a small hook at the very beginning and throughout, which kind of sounds like Michael Jackson and maybe the Jacksons, but I don't know about that, but it, it's familiar enough, it gives you that feeling. And so I live for that. Um, as I said, J-Hope, one of the um, main rappers of BTS, has um, had some success solo-wise with a mixtape. And he had Daydream and Hope World, which are totally fun songs. And I, he's a cutie patootie. He, J-Hope is a cutie. I think he's so, so mm, delish, as I think, I think most of them do. Most, most of them are. And, um, and then I guess last thing I'm going to talk about is I'll probably make it right, which uh, they did a version with Love. And um, the song and, of course, the video, I believe, if I understand correctly, is a thank you and uh, a moment of gratitude and appreciation to their fans, to ARMY, for everything that they've done to support and to propel and to... Um, make BTS what they are today, which is a um, global phenomenon. And I hope that if you have hung out with me this long, then you have learned a little bit, wanted to know more, and already downloaded some of their music or pulled up one of their videos to check out what I'm talking about because I know what I'm talking about. And I know that they are going nowhere soon from what I understand, BTS just signed on with Big Hit for another six years. So they will be doing this through at least uh, 2026. And I can't wait to see what else they do. I really 
think that they are going to continue on being incredible and doing great things. So I can't wait to sit back and listen in and watch and see what they do next. So to BTS or to anyone who knows them, thank you for what you do. Um, gratitude from a man in Palm Springs, California to you, to your hard work and to, to your music and to everyone who produces and puts you together. I uh, tip my creative hat to you all. And to my listeners, thank you for hanging out with me. I'm going to close up this amazing episode of my memory stick. And until next time, please be well, be safe, and take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. This has been My Memory Stick. I'm your host, Stephen Michael. Please reach out on my email, mymemorystick at gmail.com, or on my Instagram, at I am Stephen Michael.